what again? Say what again? I dare you. I double dare you, motherfucker. What is up, my guys, gals, and non-binary pals? I am not SuperCam64, but this is whatever. Welcome. Welcome. What's up, guys? How you guys doing? How was your date, hit? It was long. Long? It was super long, and I left work three hours early. <laughs> Mine was long, too. It was irritating and it was long, but we'll get into that shortly. Well, I'm, your day was hot, too. I'm sure it's gross out there. It is actually gross out. <laughs> like, it's hotter than Satan's nutsack. Well, I say that it's not really that hot. It's the humidity that really hurts it, which is the most probably the most Midwestern thing. I was just going to say that. I don't think I've say. ever sa- heard you sound more Minnesotan than... Well, it's not the heat. It's the humidity. Oh, yeah, sure. Don't you know? It's oh, the humidity. Oh, Jen, this weekend we're going to take the pontoon out on the lake. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, we're, I figured we'd just take it easy with this episode. Uh, today's theme, our topic, theme, whatever you want to call it, uh, we're just going to be telling some, telling some stories from, you know, some funny stories, some embarrassing stories from like childhood up to like, even if something happened like two days ago, just stuff like that. Uh, before we get started, there are a couple announcements I want to make. Like I said, you know, we're going to be on vacation. We already talked about that. Uh, but also, uh... Go over to Anime Summit Podcast and wish some a happy birthday. Right now, as of today, when you, you know, what is it today? The 16th? Today, uh, some over at Anime Summit Podcast, it is her birthday today, so go wish her a happy birthday. Happy birthday, Sam. We love you. And now, with those out of the way, I guess, shall we dive into it? Yes, Mochi agrees. Let's dive into it. He's in the laundry baskets. (laughs) Why are you like this? He's meowing to the spirits. Leave him alone. I want to make a quick note for the at the beginning of this episode. Sorry if you hear any weird sounds in the background. We are we got a lot to do, so we are eating right now. We gotta pack. We gotta clean. We gotta finish laundry. We gotta put together last minute things to pack because we're leaving tomorrow after I get off work. So like obviously we can't pack our toothbrushes and things like that right now because we'll need them tomorrow. But then we also got to pack a cooler before he picks me up from work for my coffees and stuff, because I'm not going five days without coffee, well, like iced coffee. I guess I could be less of a princess and just drink hot coffee, but I don't want to do that. Especially when it's this hot out. Yeah, so. But you are a princess. Uh, 100%, and that is 98% your fault. I will only take credit for 60% of that. No, listen, I was not spoiled before I met you. This is your fault. I still vote that I don't take credit <laughs> for all of that. Anyway, um, I didn't even really think of any, like, write down any stories, but I guess I can list off some, like, we can just kind of go back and forth. Yeah. Talk about stories. Uh, do you want to start or do you want me to start? Um, I guess I'll start with the short one. So, uh, when I was a kid, if you live in Minnesota, you know the Minnesota Zoo. You know, it's big. It's kind of spendy to go there, but it's it's a really fun zoo to go to. One thing, uh, like my dad always teased me about. <laughs> <laughs> I think you you know where this is going. Your dad's the best. <laughs> like he always like we always pass by in the monkey, the monkey exhibit, and he was always he would always be like, "Hey, it looks just like you." <laughs> Which is funny because you're the spitting image of your father. There was even one point I remember. 
He, uh, we were walking by, to Jay, you know, the, the Monday exhibit. You'd have the inside where you walked by the glass, and then you'd have the outside that you'd walk around. By the baboons? Is that what's there? I don't know. Are we thinking about the same thing? There's, like, you I'm go thinking thing. about, like, when you walk in, when you first walk into the zoo, you get past the counters, and there's that big glass window that looks out over into yeah, the baboon Yeah, you go closer. off to the right, and there's a big window that looks into the monkey thing. Yeah, that's in the big, in the middle there, in that pit. Yeah. I don't think there's baboons, but there's those, some kind of monkey, but they're baboons. not baboons. Are you sure? Yes, yes I'm, I'm positive. positive. I'll look it up right now. Where's my phone? Okay, while you're finding that out, I guess I'll tell my story. So... We're walking around. There's basically you can see it from the inside, and you can go around the outside and kind of look down. Yo, Google has a dark mode now. There's basically a part you can see it from the inside, and then you can go around the outside and kind of look down at the exhibit. There was one time we were going there, and my dad, as a joke, he like he because I asked, I guess I asked him to lift me up so I could see him, and so he lifts me up, but then he holds me over the exhibit. <laughs> like if he wanted to, he could have just dropped me in, and they could have drove off. They're like, this is your new family now, bye. This is your home now. <laughs> this is where you live now. Oh, speaking of the zoo, another thing as a kid, I used to not want to go into butterfly exhibit. Because they, they had a uh, butterfly exhibit. Basically, you walk around. They still see, do, don't they? I think they do seasonal. Oh. Like, only in the that spring. Makes sense. But, basically, you go in. I don't think they even have it open anymore. I've never seen it open. But it used to be, like, every spring. But, as a kid... I would not go in there because I was terrified of butterflies, and I completely blame uh, that one episode of SpongeBob for that. the uh, The Wormy episode, mm-hmm. I think, was that it? Wormy? I don't know. Yeah, because they were like having fun with Wormy, and they thought it was really cute, and then it turned into a butterfly. And so they have river otters and sea otters. Anyway, <laughs> they uh, yeah, because like okay. in that SpongeBob episode, Wormy drove to. You know, it turned into a butterfly because it was a caterpillar. And then when it landed on one of their helmets, it did like a close-up of like this butterfly's face. And as a kid, that terrified me. And I did not want to go near a butterfly ever again. Okay, so I don't often do this, but I was wrong. They're not baboons. They're snow monkeys. That's what I thought. Like, it definitely wasn't a baboon. It was they a snow They definitely have red butts like a baboon, though. That's why I thought they were baboons. But as a kid, I really remember, you know, going to the farm babies thing. I remember they used to have a giant, like, uh, metal ladybug near, like, a playground. Um, if, Amanda, if you listen to this episode, you're going to remember this. There was a couple times, like, a lot of times I really hurt myself, and I blame my sister for it because she was there when it happened. Like, there was one time, uh, we had Heelys. At one point, like, I went to try it on, but my dumbass was like, oh, I'm going to put it on one foot first and then step down and put the other one on. Way to go, dummy. Yep, slipped, fucking fell right on my ass on my concrete uh, garage floor. There was another time uh, we were kind of having a dance-off in our uh, entryway. Oh, I've heard this story a few times. And, you know, I went to do a handstand, and I lost, I kind of lost balance and slammed my head into the linoleum entryway. Yeah, it hurt. So I thought of a story. And I, it makes me so mad every time I think about it because I was clearly joking and everybody just, everyone involved just thought I was dumb and I was being serious. I can't remember the full context of the thing, but basically it was me and my brother and my dad and we were in a car. I was in late middle school, early high school, I don't really remember. But we were talking about like Friday the 13th. 
we were talking about like the dates like 13 13 i don't remember oh because we were talking about friday the 13th and what if it was like fell on the 13th week of the month and it was like whatever whatever right so then i chimed in my dad and my brother having this conversation and I go, yeah, and if we had 13 months, then we could do, like, 13, 13, 13, right? Like, the 13th day of the 13th month of the 13th, like, 2013, right? Mm-hmm. And there was a really awkward hush that fell over the car. <laughs> and my dad goes, Are you serious, And I was like, No. And they never let me live it down. And they make it out like, oh, she thinks there's 13 months. Like, uh, clearly I know that there's only 12 months in a year. I have for a very long time. But I was joking. And they were like, I tried to explain it several different times. Like, no, I'm joking. Like, it's a thing. Like, 13, 13, 13 or whatever. I stopped joking with my family after that because they're all a bunch of a-holes. I agree with that. I think that's why I'm so quiet, like around your family and everything, because I'm afraid I'm going to open my mouth and say something stupid. Because my family is a bunch gonna, of a-holes, and they're never going to let me live it down. And I'm like, you know what? I'll just sit here and be quiet and pretend that I. Yeah, you know, they wouldn't do that to you, because they do that to me all the time. I mean, a lot of stuff. I mean, it's only like recent memory. Usually, if I say something stupid, like when I was a teenager, they've forgotten about that by now. My parents remember every stupid thing I've ever said, and they throw it back in my face, and I'm like, I never said that. And they're like, oh, yes, you did. It was Tuesday, June 4th at 9.03 a.m., blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay. We were, I think it was me, Amanda, my mom, and Lowell, or her brother, basically my uncle Lowell, her brother, my uncle on my mom's side, I should say. And we went to this... I forget what the place was. It was like a special like activity thing. And they had a Star Wars store. And I was... How old was I? I had to be like seven. Seven or eight. I don't know. I didn't know either. Either that... Uh, yeah, I think it was seven or eight. No, it had to be younger than that. Because I don't think Amanda was born yet. Basically, we went to the store. And I was really into Star Wars. Like, I had... Well, you were six when she was born, right? I was like five. Hmm. But... I was really into Star Wars at the time. Like, what really got me... What do you mean, at the time? Well, I'm still... I'll say, I'm still into Star Wars. But that's around the time I started getting into it, because I, uh... I think my... I went to see Phantom Menace. Like, I already knew of Star Wars, because, obviously, our parents grew up with Star Wars. And the first Star Wars I went to see was Phantom Menace. And I had a little Anakin action figure that I took with me to the theater. (laughs) Fucking loser. And that's, I think that's why I'm not as hard on uh, episode one as a lot of people are, because Phantom Menace was my first Star Wars. It's literally the worst. I still stand by episode two is the worst. Episode two is all politics. That's a topic for another episode, but yeah, I still stand by that episode two is the worst. So I remembered another story, and I feel kind of bad about this one. Uh, oh, I was sum up my story. Basically... Oh, my bad. I thought you were done. No, this is something different. I kind of sidetracked with the uh, Sea of Phantom Menace. But, basically, there was a Star Wars store, right? Yeah. And they had this big Darth Vader in front. Mm-hmm. And I turned around, and I did not expect it there. And I got scared. So I hid behind Lowell, and I did this thing where I, like, wrapped, or, like, wrapped my arms around him. But I was just short enough, so when I did that, I, sm- I punched him right in the nuts. <laughs> Poor Lowell. I was just like, <laughs> punched him right in the nuts. I was like the right height, too. Ouch. 
Or at least my arms were the right height. But yeah, that's the time I accidentally punched. I did get a couple action figures that day, so it's not all bad. So, quick short backstory. My dad is my mom's second husband. He adopted me and my brother when they got married. Because the first husband is a piece of shit. Yeah, basically. Um, so, when I was younger, I didn't have a great relationship with my dad because trauma. I just, like, was afraid of him. For no reason. Like, the man is an actual bumblebee. But I just... It's something about, like... I don't know. I was super young when all this happened. But anyway, the fact of the matter is we weren't close. And he did everything in his power to, like, try to be close to me. Like, he wanted to have, like, a father-daughter relationship. And he, like, went out of his way to be, like, overly nice. And, like, he still to this day does not raise his voice. Even though God knows we deserved it. So he pulled me out of school one day. And he was, like, he cleared it with my mom. They must have been married at this point. I don't remember what the timeline is. It's going to bug me now. Anyway, he cleared with my mom that he was going to take me out of school. And he was going to take me to see his movie. It was just going to be him and me. And I had a great time. Like, I was like, this is awesome. We're, I, he he pulled me out of school. We're going to hang out together. We, well, we went to see a movie. We got lunch. Like, we made a whole day of it. And I was a very shy and awkward kid, so I, like, didn't know. But you know. Yeah, right? So I didn't know how to, like, express myself or, like, tell him, like, hey, I had a good time. Thanks. Like, I didn't know how to do that. (laughs) So (laughs) I guess, and I didn't know this until years later, but we were talking about it, and I was talking about it, and I was like, yeah, it was, it was, I was like, I missed out on a pizza party at school, but, like, it ended up being okay because it was really fun, and there's, like, I have these memories of this movie, and. Now I can't remember the name of the movie or what movie we saw. I'm pretty sure it was one of the Harry Potter ones. And my dad was like, he was like, I didn't think you had a good time. And I was like, what do you mean? And he's like, you seemed like you were so pissed that I pulled you out of school to take you to a movie. Like, I thought I was doing this really fun thing for you. And like, and he's like, you just seemed super angry about it the whole time. And I I felt so bad because I was like. No, it was one of the best days of my life. <laughs> and this whole time, he thought I was pissed about it. He's like, yeah, you looked like you were not happy to see me or, like, whatever. And I was like, what was a surprise? Like, I wasn't expecting to see you at school. Like, get called up to the principal's office, which I never did, by the way, because I was, like, I was oh. a good kid. Like, I never got in trouble. I got yeah, called to the principal's office multiple times. Not, like, a lot, a lot. No, just, like, did. more than I'd like to admit. At least I can remember a few times. Only a couple times where, like, ended up I actually got suspended. Because <laughs> I was kind of a little shit. There was even one time I got suspended for something I didn't do. Because basically, uh... Didn't you kick a kid, too? Well, I kicked several kids. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't remember if it was kicking a kid. I do remember. Uh, what? No, the one time I got suspended that wasn't my fault. It was, and I still stand by that to this day. So we were doing kickball at gym, right? Mm. I guess I was kind of standing somewhere in line, like people thought I was cutting. So people were like, "Hey, like you gotta go to the back or whatever." And I guess at some point it escalated, and I started in, like shoved around, like people were shoving each other. And at one point, I got shoved, like, I fell to the ground. And I guess as I fell, I hit somebody in the face with my flailing arms, because I'm fucking lanky. 
Yeah, you were like getting awkward. So I guess I hit somebody in the face and they started bleeding, and I got in trouble for that. I don't think I don't I think I got suspended so for the, that. Let me get this straight. You are standing there, minding your own business. You got pushed around, shoved to the floor, and then got suspended for it because what? while you were falling, you whacked a kid in the face. I think I remember it. That I didn't get suspended for. I did get in trouble, but I didn't get suspended for that. American school systems people. There was one time I, uh, I think the one time I got in trouble because somebody, like, people hated me in elementary school. Like, I was the kid that got picked on a lot. And, uh, I just, well, most of the time I deserved it because I was kind of a weird kid. Like, there was one time I was like, I did something weird where I, like, lifted my shirt up. And somebody told the teacher on me that I was flashing people. I mean, you kind of were. <clears throat> there was one time, I know, I think, it, I don't remember if it was kickball or some other sport, but, like, I had to find sh- I had to find another pair of shorts in the Lost and Found because mine just, I don't know what I did, but they ripped, like, completely down the middle of my back. Like, fucking. You were just a fucking disaster. <laughs> I was. Not much has changed. So I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna um, censor this story a little bit because I don't want to cause anyone embarrassment unjustly, and I don't know if they listen to the podcast or not. So I'm just they're gonna know which one of them I'm talking about. But like, so I have two siblings, right? <laughs> <laughs> I think I might know where you're going with this. And one of my siblings, for whatever reason, at a very young age, decided. They weren't going to wear clothes all the time. Yeah, keep going. I'm going to get a drink. And we would have to chase this child around, butt-ass naked. And they didn't care. They did not care if there was company. They did not care if they were in public. They did not care. They just were not going to wear a onesie, and they were not going to wear diapers. And they were just, they were just going to let it all hang, so to speak. So I remember <laughs> specifically, um, somebody was babysitting. I think it was my oldest cousin was going to babysit us. And I remember this specifically because I was super young, but I thought it was really funny. And I remember my mom being like, okay, you got to watch this one because there is a 90% chance that they'll come downstairs just butt naked. Not only are they going to come down butt naked, but then when you try to catch them to put clothes on them, they are going to squeal like a pig, laugh hysterically, and run around the house. And that little fucker was fast. (laughs) You were not going to catch them. Just like a greased up pig? Yeah. (laughs) Because they thought it was a game. You never going to catch me. You never going to catch me. You're wasting your time. Forget about it. Don't do something else. (laughs) See y'all next to you. Fuck, I love Greece, up dumb guy. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so this child would just, like, was not going to wear clothes all the time. And we were just, like, okay with it for the most part. And my cousin was like, nah, it'll be fine. You know, I can handle it. I've been sad little kids before. Like, he's the oldest of three, so, like, he knows, right? Yeah. So we're watching a movie, and all of a sudden we realize the child has vanished. And it has been quiet. For a while. And when children are quiet, it's not good. So he was like, alright, well I'm gonna go check on him. I heard... Okay, we need to put some clothes on now. I heard a shriek, I heard laughing, I heard fumbling, and then I just hear... Wham! (laughs) (laughs) And then a few seconds later, 
a tiny naked toddler comes running down the stairs. (laughs) (laughs) And both of my siblings as toddlers were a little chonky, so it was just kind of like baby fat everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) Baby fat everywhere. (laughs) And my cousin... Running around like the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man. (laughs) Yeah, kind of. And my cousin comes down with a diaper and a onesie, and his face is red, like he like ran into something. I, we still don't know what like what happened, but he hit something. The mystery. <clears throat> and then my sibling, in all their naked glory, sits down on the couch, grabs a blanket. Wow! Just After all that, butt naked on the couch. And I'm just sitting on the other couch, just watching in disbelief. Like You're just sitting there like, the fuck just happened? <laughs> yeah, my cousin didn't babysit us again after that. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess, I don't know if they're going to be embarrassed by this, but I guess, you know, if you are embarrassed, then that gives me an opportunity to tell my story, the one I named uh, this episode after. So, the setup. <laughs> So, I used to be, and for a while I went to church. I basically did it up to, you know, went through confirmation and then just really just went kind of casually and then just, I don't go to church really as much or ever anymore. I was going to say. Not that I'm against it. I just, you know, don't want to go. But basically when I was a kid up to like mid-teenager, I did confirmation. And so we were in this thing, it was me and some other kids, and it was actually pretty fun, like, you know, ignoring the whole church, you know, and praise Jesus aspect of it, it was really fun. Like, we went to, like, Christian rock concerts. Uh, there was this thing we did every year called Moonlight Madness, which <clears throat> this is where the, you know, the story began. So, Moonlight Madness basically was this thing. We got a permission slip, and we were out all night. Like, from this time at night to this time in the morning. We were just out all night doing, like different activities like we went to a community center and played a bunch of sports we went to like a grand slam and did a bunch of stuff and then it always ended with going to a movie so there was one year you know i guess from the time of the movie till we got back we got back to church i was like i have to pee so we left the theater and i was like i have to pee and then as we got you know closer to getting back to the church i was like i really have to pee and then I was the first one in the church. There was literally no one in this church at the time. And nobody else had even walked in yet. So I was there by myself for a few minutes. And I was like, I'm not going to make it to the bathroom. So I go to towards, like, there's a downstairs area. And I look over the railing. I see a garbage can. And I don't know what part of my brain chirped up in that moment. But I was like, <laughs> So, dropped my pants, whipped it out. Peed right into, peed down a st- down the stairs into this trash can. I <laughs> just aimed right into this. Luckily, it was lined with like a bag, but I just peed right into this trash can, <laughs> and nobody ever caught me. Well, they're gonna now. You just announced it to the whole world. That was like years ago. Good luck. What are, what are they gonna say? See, and I'm glad that you prefaced it by saying like I'm not gonna make it to the bathroom because that was gonna be my first question. Like, what kind of a church doesn't have a bathroom? Because, well, because the church I went to, the entrance we came in, the bathrooms are pretty much on the other side. So you grew up here, where your parents live now. Yeah. But you went to church in Richfield? 
Well, yeah, because the reason we went to that church is because the pastor there, Pastor Chuck, is the one who married my parents. So I guess they just decided to keep with that church. Yeah, I haven't seen the pastor at our church since our wedding day. I guess that's a good story to tell. Well, okay, so what happened was, the reason, so when you plan a wedding in a church, which we're not going to get into, I didn't want a church wedding, but, um. I was just, I was indifferent, because I was just like, yeah, church money, whatever, it's easy. When you plan a wedding in a church, um, traditionally speaking, there's like things you go for. If you've ever been to a church service where they have like a baptism or whatever, or some kind of event, it, you follow the the um it's like a layout in the book and I can't the in the hymn. Well not the hymn. What's the other book? Oh, I don't know. I don't know my church church book terminology. Anyway, so you get this book and it follows the ceremony. So when we were planning a wedding in the church service, the pastor was like, Okay, so you can pick a reading or you can pick a song or you can pick whatever. You can pick neither, you can pick both just kind of depends on how long you want your service to be. In traditional Lutheran Christian fashion, I wanted a 15-minute wedding ceremony. <laughs> Tops. I was like, if we can squeak it through under 10, we're good to go. Basically, what I wanted was, do you? I do. Do you? I do. I now pronounce you. Whatever. Like, that was, <laughs> like that was the, the ceremony that I wanted. <laughs> like the Robin Hood Menentite's wedding. Yeah. Robin, do you? Yes. Marion, do you? Yes. Yeah, that's what I wanted. So, apparently, when I gave these notes to pastor, to the pastor, and I was like, this is, you know, this is what we wanted. We wanted the, the um, thou exchange and the pronounce, the pronounce whatever, the um, marriage, the signing of the marriage license, all that good stuff. So, he was like, okay, great. Sounds good. We ran through our rehearsal the day before. And it was good. He was like, basically, you're going to stand here and you're going to be here and you people are going to walk down like this and this is how we're going to do this. And it was fine. We didn't think anything of it. Cut to the day of the wedding. We're standing at the altar and he's talking about, you know, we are gathered here today, blah, 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 blah. And about two minutes in, he goes, okay, now I'm going to have the bride and the groom turn and face the congregation and walk to the baptismal font. And we were like... And both, both of us were like... What? Excuse me? <laughs> so he walks us to the baptismal font, which is in the middle of the um, the sanctuary. Not the sanctuary. It's a There's a word for it that I can't... It's been a long time since I've been a Lutheran, so like I don't remember. <laughs> um, walks us into the middle. It's in the middle in between these pews or whatever. And then he says, we're going to have everybody in attendance put your hand on the shoulder of the person next to you. This is way before covid yeah, we got married in 2017. <laughs> and we'll put your hand on the shoulder of the person next to you. And so basically what he wanted us to all be doing was be touching each other. I had so many hands on my shoulders. <laughs> and you and me, because we were facing each other. And we were just looking at each other like deer in headlights. We were like, what the like, fuck is the going fuck on? Is this? Why, why is suddenly everyone touching us? Because I... He, so then... I found out later through my, I think it was my grandma that told us, because she, she had, was talking to the pastor about it or whatever, and he was like, yeah, well, their ceremony was so short because they didn't have any readings or gospel hymns or anything that we had to, like, fill the time. 
And I was like, That's what no, we wanted. We did, not. we did not have to fill the time. I specifically did not choose any readings or hymns because I wanted this to go quickly. And I was like, Yeah, I was not okay with the whole touching thing. Like, I didn't want people touching us until we got out of the wedding and people were hugging us. That's okay. Well, and then but year- just somebody unexpectedly touching your shoulder. I'm like, Nah. So no. then we got married that October. So the next September, then, when Alex and Bree got married, their ceremony went so fast, and I was pissed because I was like, this is what I wanted for our wedding. Like, it took Brianna longer to walk down the aisle than the actual cer- ceremony was. Yeah. I do remember It was that, so yeah. fast. So I pulled my cousin aside later, and I was like, so, the fuck? And he was <laughs> like, that was quick, right? And I was like, how did you do that? And he goes, he looks me in my face, and he goes... I paid the pastor an extra $100 to get this done under 10 minutes. <laughs> I was God like, damn it. I was like, we could have done that. I was like, literally, Brianna got to the thing, and the pastor was like, we're gathered here today to celebrate the union of Alex and Brianna, blah, blah, blah. And he goes, Alex, do you? And Alex was like, I do. And he was like, Brianna, do you? And she was like, I do. And he was like, I now pronounce you man and wife. You may kiss the bride. Done. Like, boom. That was it. And I was like, there may have been a vow reading. I, th- I think I remember a vow reading. But I feel like even, they read their even vows. that was short. It was so fast. It took Brianna longer to walk down the freaking aisle. <laughs> she had a pretty dress. Oh my god, she was gorgeous. She's stunning, though. I love her so much. She's a gem. She is. She's like, she's the salt of the earth. She is the nicest person. She genuinely cares about you. Like, now, in retrospect with that... She would, calls my parents auntie and uncle, which I think is really cute. <laughs> I guess in retrospect, if I could redo our wedding, I would definitely have one of my... Well, I would have had one of my uncles. I would have had Wes do it. I mean... We but, talked about asking him, but then we found out he was going to do Corey's wedding, and then we were like... Yeah, he was going to do my cousin Tori's wedding, so I was like, I don't know if you want to do... It's really fair to ask him to officiate two weddings in, in a row. Yeah, and... <laughs> I think if we did that now, it would have to be Kevin, because I don't think I've shared this on the podcast before, but uh, my Uncle West passed away l- year. last year, 2020, like almost early 2020, I want to say. June, May? June. Well, we, we went up for the funeral in June, like June 2nd, I think he died. I think I still have the thing saved, because memories. Yeah, June 2nd. June 2nd is when he passed away. But uh, I'm trying to think of another <laughs> another embarrassing story or funny. This isn't going to be funny to anybody other than me because you have to know my my family dynamic. But when we were up at the cabin last year, did we go up last year? Yeah, we did. I was like, did we go up during the Panasonic flat screen forty inch? Yeah, we did. Um, when we went up last year, I think it was you and me and Maddie sitting in the porch, and my grandma was in the kitchen. And my mom's name is Katrina, for reference. And me and my sister are sitting there. Cameron's on his phone. And me and my sister are talking. Well, me and my sibling, rather, are talking. And we're just kind of going, like, back and forth, just shooting the shit or whatever. And then all of a sudden, we hear my grandma go, oh, hey, by the way, Katrina. And then she kind of pauses and waits for a response. And I go, yeah, Katrina's not here. And then my grandma goes, oh. Okay. And just, like, never finishes her thought. Like, obviously you meant to ask me or my sibling something because 
Basically, how it works with Grandma Joanne is if she's looking at you, she's talking to you. It doesn't matter if she calls you by the wrong name. If she's looking at you, she's talking to you. (laughs) I have been called Lisa, Maddie, Trina, Franny sometimes. Like, it just... If she's looking at you, she's talking to you. It may not be your correct name, but that's fine. So, I was like, clearly... You meant to say something to one of us sitting in this room. But then when I was like, Katrina's not here, she was just like, oh, okay. Like, obviously, she wanted to say something to your mom. But when she realized that, she was like, oh, all right. It was just fun. And Maddie and I are looking at each other like, oh, okay. I don't know if it was that same thing. But I do vaguely remember one time her trying to call one of you. And I think her, she said Katrina. And then you guys, one of you guys responded. And she's like. She's like, whatever your name is, I need, come here. Yeah, whatever your name is. Yeah, she no. does that a lot. Well, it happens more with the boys because there's so many more boys in our family. So, like, Ryan can be interchanged with Chris, Tanner, Kyle, Mike, Stop. Jim, Scott. It, yeah. The story you reminded me of, it has nothing to do with getting told the wrong name, but it was funny. Um, I forget how many years ago it was. It was Easter with your family. We were at your grandma Rhonda's house. Oh, so it's probably been... It was probably... Four or five years, anyway. As it was probably a few years ago, I think. I want to think. I want to say. But, basically, we were there. We were just hanging out in, you know, the living room. It was, I think it was me, like, your mom, and you, <laughs> and Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> and, so, the if you know the YouTuber Markiplier, I mean, who doesn't know Markiplier? Uh, for, for an April Fool's video... He had put up a uh, an ad for, like, a pet rock he was selling in his merch store, which he actually sold. Like, he actually sold this rock. But I I, I was going to watch it because I was like, okay, you know, I'll watch it quietly to myself as long as I'm sitting here. I did not realize my volume was up. Like, all the way up? It was, like, all the way up. And Mark's video just so happened to state with him yelling, well, hey there, you sad sack of shit. So everybody in the house just heard heard that. Like, even in the kitchen, they're just sitting there like, oh, so, you know, I'm doing this before now, and also from the living room, you sad sack of shit! What was even funnier, though, was how frantically you turned the volume down, yes, locked sir. your phone, stared at the wall, and <laughs> turned bright red. Yeah, just literally, it was just like this series of events was just like, sack of shit, ha, fuck! Hey, what's what's uh what's everyone doing? It was super funny. <laughs> How's everyone's day going? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> you must be so embarrassed. <laughs> uh, if you can take any piece of advice from this podcast, it's this: never trust a fart. Never. <laughs> I think that's what got me in trouble one time. Because I remember it was even here. Like you were watching something. Oh no, you were in the other room. You were in our room. And I went to grab something. I the- remember. I remember at one point, and I don't know if this is the same time, but I was in our room because I think I was watching Hulu or something on my tablet. Yeah, you were on your tablet. And I was just like laying down, watching. All of a sudden, I heard you fart, and then I just saw a blur go into the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was that moment. <laughs> so fast. Because I was. Because like, I heard it from like out here in the living room, and then I just heard like a. Like a rapid shuffle, and then the bathroom door shut. <laughs> no, just what happened was, I went in front of the TV, because there was something I needed to grab, but then I was like, oh, I did a fart. So then I, you know, went for it, and then all of a sudden, like, it wasn't a fart, so I was like, shit. 
and then I ran to the bathroom. Yeah, because I remember because I was I had like my headphones half on, and I I like I heard you shuffle to the bathroom, and I was like, I think something happened. I can imagine you just like vaguely looking out the looking out our door, and you, all of a sudden you just see me just hey. It's like I caught it out of the corner of my eye. Like, it was just a blur. <laughs> you ran. I think it took you like three steps. Like you just. I literally just like boom, boom, boom into the bathroom. Yeah, and I was like, you, and you were in there for a while. So I finally like checked on you, and I was like, "Are you good?" And you were like, like "No." <laughs> I like, Don't and, just, and I was like, what happened? And then it, you were like quiet for a second. And then just very quietly, like very barely audible from out from the other side of the bathroom door. I just hear, it wasn't a fart. <laughs> and, you just and you're just like, so oh. defeated. And I was like trying really hard not to laugh at you and like embarrass you more. And I was like, it's okay. It happens. <laughs> <laughs> like trying not to lose my shit. And, and, like, that's the thing. Like, I don't think anyone should be embarrassed if they shit themselves. Like, stuff, like, literally, shit happens. Well, the one Both time... Both figuratively and literally, shit happens. The one time I was super sick when it happened to me. So that's, excu- that's like, really excusable. If you're six, you know, you have no control over we that. We were in... So we were in our room, and I had mono. And I was laying on yeah, the bed, just miserable. Everything hurt. I was I tired. Was, I was so worried about you. I genuinely thought I was dying. And this was, like, before I went. Because we ended up going to the ER. We went out to dinner with his parents and my parents for his birthday. And I ordered chicken strips or something. And I, like, I couldn't eat it. And And everybody was just like, are you okay? Yeah, like, because we had just moved in. Like, that was was your first birthday with us together. Yeah. So that was 16. We had just been living together for a few months. Like, and even your dad was like looking at me from across the table, and we made eye contact at one point, and he just kind of, like, lowered his head a little bit, like, are you okay? You know, like, I thought I was dying. And my mom, like, kept kicking me under the table, like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> just a and, different dynamic of my dad just genuinely yeah, worried about like, you. Yeah, like, all concerned, like, tilting his head at me, and my mom just, like, kicking me under just, the table. What like, is wrong with you? What's your problem? <laughs> and I, But I couldn't explain. I was just so tired. So, before all this, like, we finally did, we got in the car... Like, I, we hugged every go- everybody goodbye, and we got in the car, and I looked at you, and I was like, I need to go to the ER. Like, something is wrong. I need to go to the ER. And I remember I remember that, because I was, like, I was a little irritated that I had to go to the ER on my birthday, but also, like, what overtook me was, you know, making sure you were okay. Well, yeah, because you were, you like, were, like... part of me was really irritated. Because I felt bad, because I knew you were irritated, because you had just made the comment that you're like, oh my god, I'm so, I can't wait to go home and go to bed, and I was like... I don't even, I can't even explain the feeling that I had, but I was like, we need to go now. Like, we like, need to go right now. Well, like, a little selfishly, I'm like, it's my birthday. But I was like, you know what? That, you know, more of my brain took over. Like, no, she's obviously not feeling good. We need well, to go to the ER. Well, and then you felt bad, like, after we got home, because you were like, so mono, huh? Because <laughs> I didn't know what mono was. Like, I've never experienced this before. So when the, the ER tech came in. And he was like, he was like, yeah, so your white blood cell count is low or higher, however it was. And he was like, so it is mono and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, okay, so how do I, like, what do I take? Like, how do I get rid of that? And he looks at me and he goes, you don't. And I was like, excuse you? <laughs> I was so mad. I was like, you mean I just have to ride this out? This is bullshit. <laughs> I don't know. It reminds me, that reminds me of, uh, I think it's the first Wayne's World 
where he says something. I forget what the context of it was, but he was like, I thought I had mono for a whole year. Turns out I was just bored. <laughs> right. <laughs> so then, before all this, though, I'm laying in bed. I had just come home from work. Actually, I had been sent home from work because my coworker was like, you look like death. Go home. We don't want that here. So I'm laying in bed miserable my stomach is in knots my head is pounding my throat is on fire like i'm just i'm so like i'm crying like sobbing to myself because i just i feel so bad and so crappy and here on the end of the bed that you were sitting on the end of the bed because we had a tv in there yeah and you were playing video games or something i'm it's bits and i remember thinking to myself and we've all been here so don't even judge me don't even come for me but you have that like feeling in your stomach and you're like, I'm going to feel better if I vomit or if I fart. But one of those two things has to happen and it has to happen right now. Yeah. So, mind you, we had only been together at this point, I think, well, living together for like five months. So, about October, November, December, January, February. Yeah, this is well. So it was, it birthday, was like so it, was, it was before your birthday. So we November, probably December, January. we had probably only been together, like living together for like two and a half, three months. Because mm-hmm. this this happened before your birthday. Yeah. So we had not been living together long, and I was like, okay, you know what? I'm just gonna go for it. Like I'm just, I can't. It hurt to move. Like I couldn't even get up to go to the bathroom. It was so bad. It hurt so bad. So I was like, I'm just gonna push, and if nothing comes out, then I'll claw my way into the bathroom like I was gonna slither my way out of bed and like army crawl across the floor and make myself throw up because it was one of those two things one of those two things had to happen for me to feel better because I was not gonna feel better until one of those two things happened (laughs) so (laughs) I pushed gently pushed and it just fucking exploded (laughs) (laughs) And I knew the second that it happened that I was in trouble and I started crying hysterically because I was embarrassed. I was in pain. I didn't feel good and I got to deal with this crap, literally. And to your credit, (laughs) we've been living together for two and a half, three months. And you were like, you know what? Why don't you take a nice hot shower? And I was like okay and i like (laughs) crawled into the bathroom started the shower got in the shower and i was like i wonder i remember i remember thinking this i'm I'm like sitting in the tub because i couldn't even stand up i was so sick and i'm sitting in the tub and i remember thinking if i turn the water hot enough will it boil me alive so i don't ever have to leave (laughs) because i just like i was so embarrassed and be like, oh, this is a nice bath. Here's the toaster. Yeah, right? Basically. So then I was like, okay. So then I heard, like, shuffling in our room. And so I finished my shower. And I, like, crawled out of the bathroom. And I walk into my, I walk into our bedroom. The bed has no blankets or anything on it. Like, no, like, bedding on it, rather. It just has, like, a nest of, like... I don't even know how you accomplished this. You, like, took all the blankets that we had just in our room and, like, rolled them up and made this little, like, circular thing for me to lay in. <laughs> and then and there was another blanket on top of that. And, like, a pair of sweatpants and, like, a big baggy shirt or something was, like, laying on the bed. And 
you were just kind of like standing by my side of the bed and you were like do you do you need me to get anything like <laughs> you just had no idea what to do and i was like where's all our sheets and you were like in the wash <laughs> <laughs> He washed all the sheets and made sure I was going to be comfy. And all I wanted to do was the ground to open up and swallow me. <laughs> God, that sucked. I would not wish mono on my worst enemy. Yeah, that no. shit sucks. It does. I I don't think I've ever had mono, but I've definitely... Well, and the thing that got me the most is that the doctor that I ended up seeing, because we went to the urgent care, or the urgency room or urgency some shit like room. that. And he was like, yeah, so uh, you just have to ride it out. And I was like, okay, well, how long is that going to take? And he's like, could be six months, could be two years. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, I have a life to live and I can't do shit about this. I have a life to live. It took me probably a good year to like fully. Well, I think you were, oh, you might have still had it, but I think you were like fully better like long before that. It took a good six months. It was six long, long months. So I did I did wrestling in ninth grade and tenth grade, but I quit halfway through tenth grade because the coach was an absolute jackass. Like he wasn't a like it wasn't a you know he's a jackass you know because he wants to motivate you better. He was just in general just a huge dick. So at one point I was just he's like just you know, an asshole for the sake of being an asshole. Yep. So at one point, I just had enough. So at one, there was one day I came in, I argued with him about something, and then I just left. Like, I was just like, you know, I got to a boiling point where I was just like, you know what, fuck you, I'm gone. Keep the door open. Never saw me again. Nice. Because I just, I had enough. Like, I really enjoyed wrestling in ninth grade, but when it came to tenth grade, I just, just the change in uh, leadership just did not mesh well. There was one time, this is also in high school, you know, I'm surprised I'm not dead yet, because <laughs> we were dumb kids. Uh, it was one night, I was hanging out with my group of hooligans, we were at a playground, and I decided to hang upside down on a Your bar. squad? My squad. I hung upside down from a bar on a playground, and my leg slipped, and I fell right onto my neck. Which, yeah, I'm surprised I'm not dead yet. Oh, speaking of those kinds of injuries... <laughs> there was one day, I remember when I was young, I was riding my bike through my neighborhood. I think it was either my bike or my skateboard, but I was not as experienced at that point. Mm-hmm. So I kept, like, falling and stripping up myself, but at that point, like, I didn't cry about it. I just, you know, got stripped up, went, <laughs> I came home, got a bandage, and went back out. And I would do that every time I got stripped up. <laughs> Just put a bandit on it. It'll be fine. I'm trying to... No, I'm trying to think of another good story. Um, I do remember uh, the first time my sister saw me playing online games. And I think she had a video. She had a video at some point, but it's long gone now. So we grew up with a PS3, right? And I had just... I think it was like late teens. I had just got a PlayStation Plus membership. And I decided to do, uh, when Mortal Kombat 9 came out, I decided to do online for that. Oh, I love Mortal Kombat. I kick your ass every time we play. But Mortal Kombat 9 had just come out. And I remember going to get that because I had to bring my mom with me because I was not quite 18 at the time. I was, I was 17. That's when this happened. 
So I was just young enough not to be able to buy it by myself. But I hopped on online. Oh, rated M? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's rated M. All Mortal Kombat's rated M. Shows you what I know about video games. <laughs> but basically, I tried online for the first time, and the amount of swearing I did that instance, I think that's the most my sister has ever heard me swear, ever. Because I was just like, <laughs> like, like, I'm trying to beat this rando in Mortal Kombat, and I'm just like, fucking god damn it, god fuck shit! I remember the first time we played Street Fighter. <laughs> yeah. And I was literally like, so, you were getting so mad, because every character that I would pick, I'd be like, what are the what are the buttons? What are the buttons? That's my thing. I'm like, what are the buttons? And then you just press every button anyway. So, he was getting so mad, because he was like... You ask me every the start of every round what the buttons are, and like I have to pause sometimes because I don't remember what my buttons are. And he's like, and then you just win. And I literally <laughs> was sitting behind him, holding the controller, rotating my thumb over the D-pad like as quickly as I could, just <laughs> button mashing, like hitting every single button, kicked his ass every time. As a, just for future reference. And he's over here trying to have like pro strats, and I was like, nah, you just got a button mash. That's the pro strat. Like, a Street Fighter, like, you're just literally mashing every button, and I'm trying to Hadouken and Shuriken. And I'm just, like, triangle, X, square, circle, triangle, like, just in a circle, with like, rotating my thumb. And then sometimes when my thumb would get tired, I would take my index finger and my middle finger, and I would just, like, back and forth really fast over the buttons. <laughs> <laughs> Cheap. So all you heard was just, like, rapid clicking. Like, oh, oh, hold on, I'm going to grab Oh, no, but what about... Yeah, grab the controller and I'll show you what I do. This is a for advert. Yeah. So, we so got I literally, our I would take my thumb and I would just like, right? And then when that would get tired, when I would get tired, I would hold the controller in my left hand and I would take my first two fingers and I would just <laughs> as fast as I could and it makes him so mad. As I say, the one thing I've learned with fighting games, especially PlayStation, square and, like, triangle are usually always punch. And, like, circle and X are always kick. Like, there were a few times he would turn around and he'd be like, are you sure you've never played this before? And I'm like, yeah, swear to God, never played. (laughs) Like, I had Nintendo growing up. I didn't have a PS3. I didn't have PlayStation. Like, uh, you know, growing up with videos, like, my dad played a lot of video games with me. Like, as much as he, like... He gives me shit about say, playing video games all the time. About... He always, he was always, he always played, played with me. Like we did Lego games all the time. Uh, there was one game I remember playing. A lot. I think it was called God. I can't remember the game, but I think it was called Gauntlet. It was basically a fantasy game, and you had like four different classes you can choose. Like you could be like an orc, you could be an archer, a warrior, like a mage, or something. I don't remember if it was that game or not, or something he was playing by himself, but I remember one, t- <laughs> one time he got irritated with something, and uh, he, he threw the controller across the living room. Rip. And I was like, that's the only time I've seen my dad rage quit at a video game. And my dad is not a gamer at all. Oh, that reminds me of another time he threw something. I think, uh, because my, I think, I can't remember what it was, but my sister was mouthing off at something. He was basically, my sister was pissing him off. Mm-hmm. And so <laughs> he took, oh, no, it wasn't even that. 
It was, I guess it was some kind of doof thing. Yeah. But uh, my dad picked up this, like, empty Mountain Dew leader and just kind of casually tossed it at my sister's head. But what happened is that it rotated weird, <laughs> and the bottle cap ended up striking her right in the top of the head. And she cried. He felt bad. He felt really bad after that. But literally, it was just like, shoot, dunk! <laughs> I remember when my, me and my siblings were, like, little, 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 little. Um, we would sleep in the back cabin, up at our cabin. And my grandma had a, she has a washer and dryer back there. Because it's, like, partially a sleeping area, but partially, like, a utility room or whatever. And we... There's a bed and a couch, and the other half has, like, a workbench. And a tiny, impossibly tiny toilet that, like, humans... Okay, so there's a toilet right next to the wall. It's, like... No, and right next to the, the washing machine. And there is literally, like... You have, like, a two-foot space. Six inches of clearance. Like, a grown human person cannot fit on that toilet back there. We don't know why it's there. It's like, useless. Like, I'd say we're about as wide as, like... Like, you look at a normal toilet, toilet that's about as wide a space you've got there. Like, you could sit there... But, like, you're not going to be able to wipe. Yeah, like, every like, time... You can't... There's no spreading. Every time room. I go up there, I literally have to stand up to yeah. wipe my ass. Yeah, it's it's useless. Useless. But anyway... If was, anybody's going to take me out, I'm most vulnerable between my first and second wipe. Okay, Shane. <laughs> um, so... Did this washer and dryer. And the dryer made this god awful end of cycle sound like the buzz was like is that like ours no it was worse it was like otherworldly it sounded like a demon was coming through a portal and it would scare me and my brother so bad that we cried we would cry so my cousin my oldest cousin well yeah because imagine you're just hanging out there like oh no we're kids we're having fun all of a sudden yeah it sucked so my oldest cousin came in Right before we were going to bed, and he was like, well, I just have to start the laundry, or I just have to throw us in the dryer or whatever. And we were, like, begging him not to start the dryer. Like, we were crying hysterically, because we have a clothesline up there, so a lot of the times it's like, you get your clothes wet, we'll just hang them up on the line to dry. I imagine but it was for, raining that night. From just his perspective, like, alright, I'm gonna dry these clothes, and just you and your son just like, no! For the love of God, no! Yeah, so not only that, but it's a tin roof, right? So it would, you hear... Oh, was it tin at that time? It's it still is. Is it still tin? Yeah. Oh, I didn't think it was tin anymore. I thought they changed that. Anyway. It might be. It might not. I don't know. Anyway, it's the the fact of the point of the story is that it's a big building with a vaulted ceiling and no like insulation or protection or whatever. Like you hear everything. So when it rains, like sometimes, like so there's oak trees and like well not I don't know if they're oak trees but they're like trees. The hangover, and sometimes in the morning it's like, is it raining, or are the squirrels just dropping acorns? Like, it's that kind of thing. Because you hear Damn, it all. squirrels dropping their nuts. You hear it all. So it was raining that night, and it was raining pretty bad, so it was like, we have to deal with the, the thunderstorm sounds, and the rain, and all this, and now my cousin's gonna start the dryer, and we were like crying and he was like guys it's okay like it's just it's just and we're like no please don't please don't like you know crying i think i was like five and my brother must have been like two or three and we were like no don't like so he was like okay okay i won't i won't won't." so 
He started the dryer. The fuck? He came back in <laughs> and started the dryer the after we fell asleep. And the dryer, it's like one of those old school dryers. So, like, you don't have the option to turn the buzzer sound off like a lot of these dryers do nowadays. Yeah. Or end of cycle sound or whatever. Woke me up in the middle of the night. And it just was like, like, really loud. And it scared the shit out of me. And when I say the middle of the night, it was probably, like, 9.30. But I middle was Middle of five. the night for a kid. <laughs> I, and I was so I was so paralyzed with fear, like, I couldn't even move. Like, I was like, I can't leave my little brother in here. He's up on the top bunk, totally defenseless. Which is crap, by the way, because I should have been one on the top bunk. Like, oh, and then, when I was in elementary school, this girl told me this horrifying story. Like, it was one of those, like, scary stories that, like, kids make up or whatever about this fucking axe maniac killer who had no legs. And he just, like, walked around on his knuckles, right? And he was, like, <laughs> he just, like, chopped kids up in bed. That's not terrifying at all. Yeah, right? So that, I was laying in bed one night and I was on the bottom bunk and that was all I could think about. Like, I was I'm... like, he's gonna come out from behind the curtain, like, it, logistically and intrinsically, I knew this would never happen. Like, it, we're safer than safe up there. But I was like, he's going to come out of the curtain. He's going to get me. Like, And then at one point when my sister came along, we shared the bottom bunk because my brother slept on the top bunk. And at one point, she just flipped spots with me because I used to sleep on the edge because she was littler. So she slept by the, by the wall. But then she would like, again, she was like a baby. So Maddie, if you're listening, don't be embarrassed. But she would like wet herself at night it was like right after we transitioned from like diapers to pull-ups you know Mm -hmm. because she would wake up and have to go have to pee and then she didn't want to wake me up by climbing over me so she just just went just went so we were like okay fine i'm sleeping by the wall you can sleep so if you need to get up in the middle of the night or whatever tell me what tell me how fucked up this is i felt better Knowing that if a fictional man with no legs came to chop me up in my sleep, he would get to my sister first. (laughs) I was like, you're on your own, kid. (laughs) I'll be over here by the wall. His little stubby arms can't get me all the way over here. (laughs) So now what's funny is 20 some years later, I still think about that. Like when we sleep in the back cabin, that's why I push the curtains open. Because I don't like not being able to see out behind them. See, now I'm gonna think of that, but I kind of think of it like funny in a way. Because I'm just imagining like, like how my brain works. I'm just imagining this axe murderer just. <laughs> okay, so here's how, I'm get you. here's how I pictured it in my head. Right, you know Chucky. Yes. Chop off his legs and give him an axe. That's what I was picturing. So like a tiny little doll with no legs, like a a foot tall. Doll. Yeah, but in my mind he was like no human sized. I don't know what's more. Ter- I don't know what's more terrifying: a human sized version of that or a small doll version of that. Yeah, I remember something like that. Like it was kind of stupid, but I used to. Me and a we used to stay at my uh, grandpa's. My grandparents on my mom's side mm-hmm. used to stay at their farm, and or they'd drop us off. Like there were some summers where uh, my mom would drop us there or drop me there and I just hang out for whatever for like a weekend and then you know go back up Mm -hmm. sometimes like when I was a kid when I was scared I slept with them 
And I I would swear sometimes at night I would hear something that sounded like a man running and screaming. Like there was yeah, nothing not there. Horrifying or anything. There was nothing there, but I swear that's what I heard. Um, you know how when you're in the back cabin and they have those curtains that go over the side of glass door? Yeah. Can I tell you the real reason that you sleep on the outside of the bed? Why? Because the curtains don't close all the way and I'm afraid that some creepo is just going to be staring in the window at me while I sleep. <laughs> so you'd rather them see me first? Yeah. <laughs> Great. Love like, you too. I have all these like paranoid tendencies and I saw him like every time I would get up and like adjust, I would adjust the curtain so it like closed a little bit and then I would like tuck it behind the handle and like tie it a little bit. And he's just looking at me like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, that's what I'm doing. I'm protecting you from pre- perverts and then I, I made some comment about like because my mom does it she when she sleeps back there she leaves the door unlocked and i'm like okay first of all that's asking to get murdered first of all you're a psychopath and she was like nothing's gonna happen up here we're in the middle of the woods and i was like famous last words lady we're in the middle of the woods <laughs> a lot of horror movie deaths happen in the middle of the woods like ask anybody in a friday the 13th movie Right. Uh, there's even a fucking movie named Cabin in the Woods. Right. But yeah, I was like, you fucking psychopath. Like, I mean, as, with Gypsy there, I don't know that I would break into the cabin. Well, with Gypsy, yeah, you'd have a little more protection there. She doesn't like strangers, and she doesn't like people in her space, so. Gypsy's the dog, by the way. I would, I would think people would assume that. She's a big old German Shepherd Labrador mix. She's a good pupper. She's the best. She's the goodest girl. I'm trying to think of any other story. Do you have anything else? No, but I need to soak my lip because it's starting to hurt now. Yeah, I can't think of any more stories. I'm sure I will long after this. Like, I'll listen back to this episode and just be like, damn it, I should have thought of that. But I guess Here's I- what's going to happen. I'm going to be in the shower in like 25 minutes to a half an hour. And you're just going to come busting through the bathroom door. And you're going to be like, <laughs> I thought of something. I should have said this. And I'm going to be like, why are we screaming? Why are you always yelling, woman? But, um, yeah, I guess if we don't know more stories, that's going to be it for this episode. If you guys any have any funny or embarrassing stories you want to share, you know, hit me up on social medias. As always, you know, uh, Instagram, Twitter. Yeah, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, YouTube, all SuperCam64. Like I always say, just Google. I'm pretty sure if you just Google SuperCam64, you can find me anywhere. Um... Also in the description, like always, you know, there's the the link to the podcast website. Uh, a link to send me a voice message, you know, if you want to say hi, or if you just, you know, if you want to tell me I suck, you know, you can go there. Uh, also, there's a link to help support this podcast. Like I always say, you totally don't have to, but if you want to help support this podcast, it it definitely will help me out. Well, it'll help me help uh, make this podcast better for you, you know, afford better equipment and actually. You know, made a good podcast for you guys. I just anything you want to promote? Um, no, but I just opened Twitter for the first time in six months and forgot what an actual dumpster fire that platform is. That's why I try to follow people on Twitter <laughs> that just are complete trash. But yeah, there's always that. Um, that's gonna be it for this episode. I hope you guys enjoyed. Uh, we will see you guys in two weeks. And you know, as always, take care, stay hydrated, love you all. Bye-bye.